Welcome to episode 85 of the Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey and hockey fans looking to have some fun. Along with you, we try to go in what into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. So I'm leaving that flub in there because summertime still going strong, not much happening. What will we talk about on this week's episode? We have a Kraken player that's going to be on the podcast next week. We'll tease that. We do have to talk about a trade that sucks. I don't like it. We'll discuss. And then Seattle's going to host a kick-ass hockey tournament. Plus, no dumb questions, maybe. And our three stars of the week. What have Joey and I been up to in our personal lives? We'll detail that. Let's get to what will be one for the record books. Mark it down. Episode 85 of the Kraken Pod. Let's go. What is up? My name is Jeff Januzic. This is my friend and co-host, Joey Cirillo. So <laughs> we're on the eve. This is we're yes. recording this on the eve of our kids going back to school tomorrow. We're in mm-hmm. full swing. We're going to go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles today. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty pumped about that. I okay. grew up on that. Uh, but we're going to go do that to like celebrate last. So like we're we're in last days of school. Um, I'm psyched. I'm pumped, but I flip on the, the recording and, mm-hmm. you know, Joey and I are looking at each other and he comes on and he's like weekend at Bernie's. He's like straight up like mm-hmm. dark sunglasses. You know, he, uh, just looks like he's barely awake. I don't know what's going on. Yes. Um, are you okay? What's going, what's up? I didn't want to tell you this because it, it would have made you a, maybe feel bad, but two, um, I will just preface by saying that Jordan's flu game has nothing on me right now. I have bronchitis. I was at the hospital yesterday. What? We'll have the hospital bracelet. Check that out. Proof. That proof. From the from the visual proof. Room. Zoom in on that. Get my social security number. Put this on oh, wait, wait. Let me let me let me let me take a picture of that. I'm taking picture a picture. My of social's s- actually not showing. Screenshot. No, we want your social on there. Yeah. <laughs> No, you won't be. It's, it's going to be a grainy iPhone photo yes. of the screen. Great, so you're great. Great. Don't worry. No. So I, um, yeah, man, I wasn't feeling. So a couple of things happened. One, my laptop broke. Um, so I'm actually yeah. using your laptop that you graciously let me borrow. Thank God. Um, Is it, it's working, obviously, right? It's working. We're good to go. I was able to get like some of my stuff on it. Thank God. Uh, my laptop is toast. I have to figure that out. And then on friday i woke up and i was like feel a little something in my throat like you know how like you just you can tell something's off with your body of course i had friends in town decided to go out that night went out until about 3 3 30 had a good time didn't really even drink that much i mean i enjoyed myself but nothing too crazy then woke up uh saturday and was like oh my god like just got hit by a freaking truck and then spent all weekend in bed really couldn't move. And, uh, and then yesterday I was like, okay, I have a little bit of energy. I'm going to use that energy to go straight to urgent care. I use the VA. So their urgent care is in the emergency room. So I drive there and they like test me for a bunch of stuff. And they're like, yeah, dude, like it's viral. Like we can really can't do anything about it. You're just going to have to rest and keep taking meds. So I'm like, cool. I thought you guys were like, at least give me like a steroid shot. Really glad I wasted all my energy coming in here. So I have bronchitis um the glasses because i have a, a a headache and then i got the i got the swiss alpine herbs the honey lemon the uh you can hear that little asmr sick people action Re-cola. Re-cola. so i have the cough drops i got the powerade here um and i've been pounding meds man i've been working from bed now for the past two days i've been in bed for four um Jeez, so i'm trying man. to get back because my sister my niece and my nephew are currently driving here from washington state um oh really they're in new mexico they'll be in texas starting tomorrow so i'm just trying like please rebound as quickly as fucking possible so jordan's flu game has nothing on me and if you watch the documentary which i know you did we've talked about it it wasn't even the flu game it was the shitty pizza game and jordan is such a psychopath that when he ate the pizza he was like they did this to me (laughs) (laughs) that's right that's right now your sister and your family that are coming to town they're they're aware of your situation right uh, yeah, I um, she texted me last night. So 
because it's so her husband right now is already in Pennsylvania where they're moving to. And he's kind of like setting up, you know, the, the house. He's building some things. He's enjoying like his quality man time before the family gets there and they get settled. So my sister was like, let's make this like a fun road trip instead of just driving out. So she's like swung through California, Arizona, New Mexico. She shared her location with me just so I can track them and make sure that they're safe and all that stuff. So I've been keeping up with that. And then uh, yesterday she texted me because my niece and my nephew don't know they're coming to New Orleans. They've never cool. been here. I haven't seen them in like four or five years now. Um, and they're, they, they're very smart though. They're like, we're visiting uncle Joey, aren't we? And so we're, we're doing a thing where I'm going to FaceTime and then surprise them, um, as they're, as they're en route to new Orleans. Um, but yeah, I told my sister yesterday that I've been sick. Um, and I'm just trying to recover as quickly as possible. So that's why I'm rocking the sunglasses and, and I have, you know, surrounded by medication and whatnot. Well, dude, I mean, you look, you look stellar. I mean, if, uh, for sure. Like I, I look worse. I've been beaten up by like watching kids all day and yeah. trying to work and stuff like that so like i don't know how but you somehow look way better than me i don't feel uh, that but thank you okay well d- dude you you do your voice is pretty epic look he's he's, he's downing power right now he's juicing up this is great look this is gonna be an awesome episode i can feel it i hope you feel better keep resting um you feel it little oh, and as you alluded to which we won't say anything else but next week and this is why i'm you know i'm really trying to recover quickly we are interviewing a Seattle Kraken player. I'm very, very, very excited for this. This will be the first time that we've done this. I have a lot of research to do in advance, which I'll be doing from bed the remainder of the day. However, like I want to be on my A game for this shit. I'm very excited. This and this, we'll just how about this? Let's let's do our Kraken reaction. So yeah, that's pretty much it. We don't have much crack and reaction. <laughs> I think, uh, although I did see Book Talk made it to like the mainstream media. I don't know if you saw oh, the, yeah. the whole thing. It was ESPN, like ESPN, the oh, Athletic. Yeah. I mean, it was it was all it was all over the place. I mean, that stuff made national news. It's pretty intense. That was pretty intense. So anyway, but um, yeah. So Joey's just mentioned it. Uh, next week on the pod, we're gonna have a Kraken player. Uh, this this person um, scored scored in the playoffs last year. It's a good uh, hit. That's a good which, hit, which is pretty awesome. Like we're very pumped about this person being on the show, and uh, lots of questions to ask. And I think what's cool about this this player is uh, we all have a lot to learn about this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't wait to ask us. questions. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm prepared whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a couple of facts off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, man, I'm excited. We'll make it fun. We'll have some good questions, and uh, it'll be a really good conversation. Um, also, I just I just now thought of this, and I saw it last night, and I I tweeted it out from the Kraken Pot account. Um, Nadia Popovici, she's the individual that, if you remember right, it was very early. I think it was in the inaugural season. She was the one who's like currently in med in medical school, uh, university. Oh, wait, Washington. I, I she think caught, I got the mole right on the Canucks on the Canucks staff member. Turns out it was cancerous. He gets the surgery, saves his life. You know, it's a whole big deal. The Canucks and the Kraken team up, blah, blah, blah. Did you see what happened with her recently? Yes. She's like, okay, I did. I did see this. I was like, wait, oh my God. And she's paid it forward. She paid this medical debt. Somebody else saved her life and she paid it forward. What did she do, Joey? She donated a kidney. So she voluntarily went in and had a kidney removed and was like, hey, somebody on a kidney list is in need of a kidney. I have a healthy one. Here you go, going under the knife. I mean, just absolutely incredible. In fact, when when the situation happened between her and the Canucks uh, staff member, and I apologize for getting his name, but you know, let's be honest, she's kind of the star of this whole thing. Glad he's okay now. Um, but I remember you and I talked about it, and we were just like, Nadia is a saint, and I also did not know that she's a member of the Kraken Pod fam. Follows us, probably listens to the podcast. So just shout out to Nadia, um, just an incredible human being. Um, you know, I saw it, you know, started to get a lot of shares and whatnot about her donating a kidney. At first, I didn't have any context behind it. Like, oh, no, is this girl sick? That would be horrible. Like, this is such a kind, genuine person. Um, but no, did it voluntarily because she knows that there's people out there that are hurting in the world and she wants to make the world a better place. If the world was full of, uh, of Nadia's, it would, be a, it would be a fantastic place. I would not be in that world because I, I am a degenerate. And do not uh, do not belong in that same space as her, or even like near her vicinity. But uh, 
but yeah, I mean, just an incredible story and just a, you know, a great example of, you know, what people can do when they want to help out other people. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was crazy. Yeah. He like, if Joey showed up with his kidney, Hey guys, want to donate this kidney? they'd be like, um, we're going to pass on that one, yeah. man. So, the kidney's uh, actually worse. And I've had cancer for five years. <laughs> shit. Like, sorry, oh. dude, keep, keep your kidney. Um, anyway, yeah, that was a good call on that one. I'm glad you put that out there because I, I did see that and was like, oh my God, I, I got to stop bitching about being tired from watching kids. I mean, that's incredible. What you I doing, know. So. I'm like, I have bronchitis and I'm working from bed and she's like, I just voluntarily had a kidney removed. I'm like, you know what, Nadia, <laughs> I'm going to shut the fuck up. Well, uh, so in uh, Kraken stuff, there's not a lot going on. I was looking at, you know, the, the, the Seattle Kraken subreddit. I'm like just scrounging for stories. I'm looking for things. Yes. Um, one cool note, and I don't, we didn't discuss it, we didn't talk about it, but the World Junior Championships are coming to Seattle next year. Potentially. Potentially in 2020. They have to vote for it. Oh, wait, wait. They're, okay, so I didn't know that part. You yes, have to yes, vote. Yes, what, yes. Who else is on the list? All right, you know? so let me, let, me, let me pull this up here. I'm scrolling down really quick here. Sure, sure, sure. This talking is cool. out loud on things that we normally don't share. So, yeah, so the World Juniors, the IIHF, and for those that don't know – I think we joked about it in the first season. We called it the Iditarod. And so we're always referencing like dogs on sleds, on skates and stuff like that when we talk about this. But it is, in fact, uh, the World Juniors. Um, So what happens is the locations that hold the juniors actually have to like submit their name and then it gets voted on. And then if that city uh, wins, they get to host it. It has not been hosted in the United States since 2018 um, Seattle threw their hat in the ring for 2026. Um, and the I, the IIHF is the most, you know, prestigious junior hockey tournament in the entire world. Uh, other cities that are in the mix for, uh, two, uh, 2026 along with Seattle, uh, Minneapolis slash St. Paul, obviously, you know, Minnesota, uh, great hockey state has some great conversations, uh, with Piper Shaw about that. They have not hosted the world junior since 1982, uh, d- did not know this, which um, I think you'll appreciate this. So St. Louis is in the mix. And I was kind of surprised by that, but they have Wayne Gretzky and Keith Kachuk who are part of their organizing committee. I would say those two dudes have a lot of weight <laughs> that they can pull around. Um, so yeah, yep. St. Louis is very seriously in the mix. And then now of course, uh, Las Vegas, uh, there's rumors that they are uh, potentially very interested in hosting. Uh, well, they're like, man. Oh, Seattle, you know, Washington State, Pacific Northwest uh, hockey area. Well, we're a hockey area too, and we want the IHF. IIHF. Well, I was like, oh, well, Mi- Minneapolis is great, great state. But then I was like, yeah, you know what? Seattle's got the new, the new fire to it. St. Louis, and eh, not, not really. You know, there's nothing crazy going on in St. Louis. But then when you said Vegas, I'm like, great. They, Basically. if there's any competition, it's them. So yes. That would be awesome, though, to to have that in Seattle because obviously Seattle's a hockey town now, which is awesome, and uh, that is a fun tournament to watch. You so many prospects, so many you know kids that go on to play in the NHL playing that tournament. Um, so hopefully that comes to Seattle, but I don't know when we'll find out when the voting happens. But uh, I'm sure sometime later this year we'll we'll learn more about that. Yeah, um, absolutely. The other NHL, there's a couple little NHL things going on. One thing that I did notice that I did find on on Reddit was uh, from Twitter. Somebody <laughs> posted a video of Johnny Gaudreau uh, on Brady Kachuk's shoulders at Kevin Hayes' wedding. Wait, so, what? Yep. So <laughs> Kevin Hayes got married, and there is there's like panning across the dance floor of like this, the whole group of hockey players, just like, and, and, and everybody there partying and dancing. They're like jumping up and down to a song. And then the, the, the phone like pans over to the left and there's Johnny Gaudreau on Brady Kachuk's shoulders, just like bouncing up and down. I was like, this is, this is awesome. So I love you know, it. They're partying. Like uh, that reminds me of didn't last summer. We did a segment of a uh, puck boy summer. Yes. This yes, is some puck boy summer vibes. I'm yes. feeling it. I'm yeah, feeling pretty, it. Pretty awesome. Now, the actual NHL stuff that was going on, uh, we found out earlier this week that there's finally, finally been a uh, trade. Eric Carlson uh-huh. has, has been breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, Eric Carlson has been traded to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And uh, Kyle Dubas says that he had been working on that since he was the Toronto Maple Leafs GM. Oh, I see what you did there. That no, it's good. true. He said, no, it, it wasn't even a joke. Wait, he, he really said, said that? Yes. Yes, he said that. I don't which, think you should say those things out loud. No, he, he did because he just wants, he's trolling Toronto. He just, he's so like pissed off at them. Not going to lie. It's kind of an ultimate troll move. I yeah, it is. It is. It. 
So uh, anyway, you know about Dubisk. I mean, he's obviously in Pittsburgh now. Your uh, your favorite team, um, but I don't know, man. I'm kind of kind of respect the dude. I mean, the move that he just, and we'll we'll go into the details of this trade. But the more I look into it, I'm just like, man, this guy has really managed to find a way to keep Pittsburgh rolling in 2023. He he's going for it. I mean, he's on they're on the tail end of the uh, careers of, I mean, besides Mario Lemieux. And, and Yarmer Yager, the two best Pittsburgh Penguins ever, Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin. Mm-hmm. And they're all, and that also, too, by the way, like, you know, top 10 all time players. So you've got to cash in on that. And they have it, you know, they have some strong pieces. And then you bring in somebody like Eric Carlson, who can just score at will and get his, you know, he can move the puck up to these elite scorers. I mean, I don't know. He's going for it. And, um, they are, have been a winning team many times in the past. I think there's a shot there. I, I don't like the Pittsburgh Penguins. I don't know if I can say, uh, hate, but, um, um, I'm not looking forward to them being sports good. Hate. You sports hate them. Yeah. And I kind of, I kind of think, I don't know. I really don't know. It, it, these I've seen experiments like this fail, but really you've got Sidney Crosby and you've got Evgeny Malkin and and now Eric Carlson and then uh, there's a tons of tons of other great players in the Penguins. So long story short, is Dubis is going for it, and um, if he doesn't do, he's got he's got to do something. Now he's got to do something with this. This cannot fail. So obviously they have to be a playoff team. They just missed the playoffs last year, as we all know, with the whole Florida Panthers thing. Um, and they've got to make playoffs, and they've got to go pretty far in, in the playoffs. So I, I honestly I think it's Stanley Cup or bust. I I don't know about Stanley Cup. I mean, I, I think this definitely gets him into the playoffs, and this is something I'm curious about. I want to see what the odds were for Pittsburgh to make playoffs before and post the Eric Carlson trade, which I mentioned last week. And we can go into some details really quick here. Um, so the Penguins obviously get Eric Carlson. They also get Rem Pitlick, uh, Dylan Hamlick, and a, and a third-round pick from San Jose in 2026. The Sharks get... Uh, the 2024 first round draft pick, it is top 10 protected from Pittsburgh. Uh, Mikhail Granlund and Mike Hoffman and Jan Rutta. And it was a three team trade. Uh, the Canadiens get a 2025 second round draft pick from Pittsburgh. Uh, defenseman Jeff Petrie, uh, Casey DeSmith, goalie, and Nathan Lagar. Is that how you pronounce his name? Um, I'm not whatever. sure about that one. I have fucking bronchitis. I'm just trying to talk. Um, so, Don't worry. But the, 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 what I thought was really interesting about this is because, you know, there's always the initial reaction when it comes to when it comes to trades, which is understandably so. And especially if you are a member of a particular fan base, um, you know, I mean, let's specifically talk about obviously the Seattle Kraken, the, the instant reaction that a lot of individuals have naturally so is to look at this trade and compare and contrast to like, how would this, you know, have gone down? Would this have made sense if it were? Um, if it were with the Seattle Kraken. And the more I looked at this trade, I was like, this really looked like a situation that was a perfect fit for both Pittsburgh and Eric Carlson at this particular time. And I don't really see any other organization being that good of a match in order to pull this off. And obviously that was the case because at the end of the day, they are the ones that got this across the finish line and no one else did. And I say that because... So some of the details that came out. So San Jose is going to retain just $1.5 million of Eric Carlson's contract, which is 13% of his contract. And as far as uh, Petri goes, uh, Pittsburgh will will retain some of his salary, $1.56 million, which is 25% of his salary. So again, let's talk about Eric Carlson for a second. 101 points last season. Um, You know, he wins his third Norris trophy. He is 33 years old. So yeah, there is like the, you know, the risk that he could get injured. I think there was an article I was reading somewhere where it's like he's one ankle injury away from this team collapsing. Okay, sure. But if he's also healthy, uh, they're going to be fantastic. And you could say that he's not only one of the best, uh, you know, defensemen in his era, but or, or at this time, but uh, of like the new era of hockey in terms of like offensive defensemen, which we've talked about when it comes to Norris Trophy voting. I mean, the guy knows how to score. It is what it is. Uh, Crosby right now is 36 years old. And at the end of the day, like you mentioned, um, as his career is winding down, he's riding off into the sunset. They need to figure out a way to turn this thing around. And Dubas comes in and he basically is like, how am I going to unfuck everything that Ron Hextel did while he was here? And 
one of the biggest things I saw that Hextel did that really screwed that organization was they signed uh, Granlund to $5 million annual average value. Last year, Granlund played in 21, or sorry, 21 games. He had one goal and four assists. I mean, his, his, uh, his grade as a player, if you look at his contract, is an F across the board. It's horrible. Uh, Petri, he's thirty. He's a thirty-five-year-old defenseman. He's getting paid six point two five million. They are going to retain a little bit of that salary, but that's still a high price to pay. And then Rudda, who's thirty-three years old, uh, is at eight point two five million uh, over three years. Uh, and they're both right-handed defensemen. So even though Eric Carlson is thirty-three years old, by shedding like these two defensemen and some of this salary, and then bringing on Carlson, they actually got younger and were able to open up a little bit over $3 million worth of cap space, which is huge for them because Jake Gunsel, who is their, their all-star uh, wing, uh, he actually had sold shoulder surgery, and they don't even know when he's going to be able to come back or not. So the rumors are that he's going to miss a, a couple games to start the season. Some of the rumors are like three to four months. They really don't know. So now it's like they got rid of, you know, Definitely their worst contract and two of like their minor ones that Hextel put them in a bad position in. They got um, Eric Carlson to come in. They're going to need help scoring, which Eric Carlson can also provide. And they have the flexibility to make some moves. So as much as I hate to admit this, I think Pittsburgh did a hell of a job in pulling this off. I don't think the hall was too crazy for him. If anything, I think San Jose really dropped the ball here. Oh, yeah. San Jose's, you know, look, they're a dumpster fire. Yeah. And their GM Mike Greer um, has got has got a lot lot to deal with here. So you know, he Eric Carlson wanted out. He had to make a move. Could it have been better? Yeah, absolutely. But also too, like he's just dealing with garbage. So, um, which is great because I've never liked the Sharks either. So at yeah. least there's one thing I'm happy about: the Penguins got better, but the Sharks got worse, which is hard to imagine. So, <laughs> yes, basically, yeah. But I do. I've always liked Eric Carlson. Um, I'm excited to keep him. You know, he's just ageless and he just keeps getting better. Um, and now, and he did that. He did that 101 points you, you, mm-hmm. you mentioned with the dumpster fire. Yeah. You know, will he have uh, that many points with Pittsburgh? Maybe not, but like, I mean, he probably can just sleepwalk his way through the season and get 80 points. So, yeah. you know, it's going to be fun to watch. And I'm excited for, for him. And, and um, I, I will be excited to watch some Pittsburgh Penguins games, which sounds terrible. Wow. crazy to wow. say, but I don't want them to win. It'd just be fun to watch. Unintentional trade consequences. Jeff Januzic mm-hmm. is okay with watching the Pittsburgh Penguins play. Yeah. I mean, just really watch Eric Carlson. <laughs> I mean, I'll hate if he passes to Sidney Crosby, I'd be a waste of a pass, but I yeah. agree. Yeah, he'll so so probably anyway. do some like shady shit and like hack out a player's knees or throw a fit or something like that. He'll bitch get around he'll with bitch. his shitty little mustache and bitch to a bitch to a ref, you know something yep. like that. Oh yeah, you know. So we'll see what happens. And they'll, and they'll build a statue in his name. <laughs> but, um, I did. They, they, yeah, that's a that's a lock. I get it. I, he's he's a legend. I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, I just checked the odds. DraftKings Sportsbook on the app. Fired it up. And uh, last episode, I did place that bet for the Kraken to win the NHL championship. Again, they don't call it the Stanley Cup in there. Um, but the Penguins looks like they've got like maybe the 10th best odds now to win the Stanley Cup. Um, still has Carolina as the top contender to, to win the Stanley Cup. So the Penguins did move up a little bit, I believe, uh, after the signing with Eric Carlson. So um, nice. speaking of DraftKings Sportsbook, you should totally, if you're a new customer, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, use code THPN. We're proud members of the hockey podcast network. And if you use that code THPN, but I'm doing honey, wait, I'm in the middle of doing a DraftKings sportsbook commercial, honey. Yes. You can take, yes. They're going to go to the lemonade stand. Oh, Thank you. I might leave you on the podcast right now and go to the lemonade stand. What's up? Are they, do they, is the lemonade stand gone? Yeah. They packed it up. Oh man. Okay. All right. This, this, this draft, this lemonade stand segment has been brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Sip a cool lemonade and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's totally safe, so easy to use. Every and any single sport you can find is on here. So many cool bets you can find. Uh, hockey fans will find so many awesome things in there. Uh, betting on those team futures, that sort of good stuff. If you use code THPN to sign up, the Hockey Podcast Network, uh, THPN, use that code. You'll get $150 in bonus bets instantly when you bet five bucks. It's super easy. So new new customers, 
DraftKings Sportsbook, code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, no free lemonade. But if you've got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER and see our show notes for, for details there. Uh, so anyway, there we go. I, I believe- apologize for the sniffles in the background. Um, That's right. I've got yeah, children running so around. Like, and- uh, Aziz Ansari's character in Parks and Rec. I got the sniffies. <laughs> You're powering through, dude. It's all right. We're 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 making the. Hey, look at that. We're, we're we've got when life hands you lemons, you make lemonade, and we're making podcast mm-hmm. yeah. in the middle of this. So, um, all right. Well, so we basically have gotten through the hockey stuff. I mean, have we missed anything? Yeah, uh, you missed the Raycon ad read. But oh well, I was going to get to that. <laughs> I was going to talk about Notum questions first. Notum questions. Yes, yes. yes. Uh, this is where uh, we'll just basically do an ad for Notum questions. We have no Notum questions this week. Um, you know, other podcasts, they expect you to know everything. They try to act like they know everything, break down every single stat. We do not, we do not kid you at all. We know some things, but there's a lot of things we don't know. And this podcast is not all that serious when it comes to hockey. But if you're kind of that same way where you love hockey, but you have some questions, you know, maybe – there's some things you've been dying to ask, but you're too embarrassed to ask. Uh, we will help you answer it in a segment called Notum Questions. So uh, there is not a question from a fan this week. So if you've got something to ask us, feel free to ask us uh, You know, through social media. Look up the Kraken Pod. We're everywhere. We're on X. X going to give it to you on the X. Um, I'm sorry, Twitter. We are also Forever on Twitter. Forever yeah. Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, the TikTok, all that good stuff. The Kraken Pod. Ask your questions there, and I'm sure we'll be fired up uh, to get some more questions once we're into hockey season. And we're only like 60-ish days away from NHL hockey, which is awesome. Super 63. 63. Thank you, sir. Look at that. Man, uh-huh. Dude, coming through the bronchitis, you're everywhere. Holy smokes. That's I'm on awesome. the internet, baby. I'm everywhere nowhere all at Jeez. once. I watched that movie, by the way. Everything and everywhere all at once. I don't want to get sidetracked. I finally watched that the other day. Oh, that's the one. The, the, is it the Korean movie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's a lot, all of, the awards. It was a lot. When you're sick, all I will say is when you're sick, it's a lot. Beautiful movie, but I was like, I have to pause it at moments. I'm like, I can't. I can't even think right now, let alone oh. keep on what's going on. That's the worst though, dude, is like when you have that sort of like sick haze and then like going backwards to think about things, you, you think about things in that sick haze and you're like, Oh God, that, that thing like kind of stunk, you know, like if you watch a movie or something like, you know what I'm talking about? Like you, Mm -hmm. maybe you were a kid and you had like that bout with the flu and you were kind of like, you had those dream states where you just like, you know, barely lucid because you're battling 105 degree fever and like the seven up your mom mixed together um to take out you know to like she stirred it with the in the plastic cup with the spoon to get the carbonation out of there a little bit so you could sip on that to make you feel better it didn't really do work uh so you're just sitting there hallucinating and then like you watch some some show that you can't watch to this day because you know you were basically in la la land on 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 sickness so you know yeah that's the level i want to be at instead i'm sober yeah, exactly. I'm not hallucinating at all. I'm just watching movies, getting confused and tired. Yeah, you you chase that feeling with substance. Now you're chasing it with sick, <laughs> basically. Uh, all right, so here we go. Raycon, Raycon is back. Raycon, and look in Louisiana, south of Louisiana. Like I looked at the 45 day forecast, and we're we're looking at like 95 degrees for the next 45 days easily. So you know, summer's not ending anytime soon. And if you're on vacation or not on vacation. Raycon wants you to be in that sort of vacation state of mind because, you know, this is where you need to go to Raycon.com uh, and check them out because of all the things they offer. Raycon is all about premium sound without the premium price. They start at half the price of other premium audio brands. And I'm talking about earbuds. I'm talking about headphones. I'm talking about Bluetooth speakers, anything and everything audio. If you're jamming to something or want to jam to something, whether you're at the gym or the beach, Raycon is the way to go. They have tons of customizable ways to listen. Again, it's all the best tech with half the price, the battery life on on these things. Um, All these devices, they go insane uh, amounts of time, 32 hour battery life. Uh, so you can be listening basically with you know, it's like eight hours of playtime. So you can be jamming out for eight complete hours before these things die off. Um, custom gel tips for the earbuds. They really go above and beyond to make sure that you love Raycons, even going as far as to give you a 30-day happiness guarantee so you really can't lose. So if you want to create your own soundtrack for the summer, for the fall, for the winter, whatever, with Raycon, 
right now, listeners can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash THPN. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. There you go. Um, Love it. Happiness guarantee if you frown one day in 30 days. Money we back. have a happiness guarantee on this podcast as well, the Kraken Pod. So if you're not happy with the podcast, um, reach out to Joey right now, especially in the DMs. Yes. And he'll answer you in that sort of uh, bronchitis haze. And I will. And then I will give you a link to where you can listen to the to this podcast for free. Yes. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yep. Totally free. We'll make this episode free. And then if you really, really want to, Joey will turn, uh, he'll go live on Twitter from his bed. Just live broadcast him there you go. in bed eating stuff. Uh, are you hungry? Like, do you have an appetite? I've had primarily soup over mm-hmm. the past three days. Um, I mean, like, I have a little bit of an appetite. It's just, you know, enough yeah. soup. I had like a little bit of sushi last night. That was the first time I had anything other than like soup and bread. I've been pounding a ton of liquids, honestly. Look at that, man. You're like, you're a brave dude. You go from like, ah, chicken noodle soup, chicken, you know, like just light, 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 sushi bomb. Yes. I needed it, dude. I had to switch things up. I was like, honestly, I really just want some chicken sandwiches. Like for some reason, I just wanted like to crush a ton of Chick-fil-A last night. Oh, dude, that's, that would be epic. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. That's the other thing too, is when you're sick, you feel like, well, I gotta, you know, throw anything healthy out the window and be like, I, I gotta... I got to get substance in my body. So I'm just going to eat any junk that I want. It's, it's like when you're sick, it's okay to eat anything at all that you want. Yeah. Diet, diet be damned. Cholesterol be damned. Listen, I've already lost a bunch of weight anyway. So now I'm just preparing my body. So when I get sick, I can just lay in bed and be a fat piece of shit and just eat whatever I want, which happens to be homemade chicken noodle soup and bread. So Ooh, that sounds okay. That sounds I like that. Yeah. That. Um, After four days, it gets pretty old. <laughs> yeah. Three stars of the week. Uh, this is where um, Joey and I talk about what we've been doing over the past week. We rank it. And uh, I don't know where Joey's going to start, but he did. He, he, I started last week. So, Joey, I'm going to let you, you go for it. What's your, what's your third star of the week? Well, I unintentionally just kind of alluded to it there for a second. My third star of the week is just homemade chicken noodle soup. Um, it has really saved my life. As much as I am oh. tired, of, uh, tired of eating it, um, it, has been, it has been absolutely incredible. So, I've just been crushing a ton of that, um, trying to eat it so it doesn't go bad. There's like a, you know, a ton of leftovers. You have to like freeze soup. No one wants to do that. So, Crushing a ton of soup, just trying to get over the sickness and uh, start feeling better before the family's in town. And then I can mm-hmm. start, you know, playing Uncle Joey full house style for the weekend. Now, chicken noodle soup, do you do you do you do noodles? What kind of noodles do you do in your chicken noodle soup? I don't even I don't even recall right now what kind of noodles they are. I'd have to go and double check. Yeah, like, do you ever do the elbow macaron? You just the egg noodles? No, no, no. These are like uh, this one got a little fancy with some Whole Foods ingredients. I'll throw that out there. Oh. Not Mr. Moneybags over here. But uh, it's like the, yeah. it's like the really thick like bow tie noodles. They're very good. Oh, bow tie noodles. That sounds like yeah. a, that is a good one. Okay, because yeah, normally it was, like it's a good choice. It was a good choice. I grew up on if it's homemade chicken noodle soup. I grew up on the egg noodles, right? Mm-hmm. But, but then as I got older, I like to mix it up a little bit. I'm a big noodle aficionado, um, and I love mixing it up, like throwing in some like macaroni noodles, uh, messing with spaghetti sometimes. Just mm-hmm. kind of like you know, I like I like to mix it up in my chicken noodle soup. I like that. So uh, my third star of the week um, is uh, actually a TV show. I'm trying to channel Joey. It's uh, it was apparently really big in May and I had never heard of it until like a week or two ago. My wife and I watched binge watched uh, jury duty on Amazon. Uh-huh. Have you seen that? I have not seen it, but one of the main actresses, uh, we follow each other on Instagram and uh, someone like, you know, supporting her work and we will like randomly have conversations i forgot her name too whatever oh, um, but no i've heard really really uh, i've heard really good things uh about the show from a lot of people um i just haven't had a chance to check it out i'm i'm so far i'm so deep in peaky blinders right now i went from never having watched it to like middle of season five because you know Ooh. bronchitis thing so i'm trying to get through that and then i can pivot to something else yeah yeah i i watch an episode of that meg's not really into it um the jury duty thing real quick is you, if you're looking for something funny, it gets really good. Uh, the gist of this is that um, a guy gets selected for uh, jury duty and he agrees to be part like they're filming a documentary about his experience as a juror. So like he's being interviewed and, and he's going through the process of like being on this jury um, 
for a trial. And what he doesn't know is that he is the only real person on the show. Everyone else is an actor. The whole thing is staged. He doesn't think so. He thinks it's legit. And they basically are doing an improv reality show um, in the moment. And you kind of learn later how they shot it and stuff, which is really cool. But it's it starts off the first episode starts off a little slow, but then it gets just like it compounds and gets funnier and funnier and funnier. And uh, James Marsden, who uh, was um, what's his name in uh, in X-Men um, Cyclops Cyclops. X-Men. Yep. Cyclops and X-Men. He is hilarious because he plays like an over the top, um, super like self-righteous, super conceited actor. And he plays it perfectly. And then all these crazy things happen to this dude. And um, I did some reading about it. It was kind of funny. Is this guy like they uh, they talked about how do they keep this a secret for two weeks? Because he he basically like he was sequestered. He lived in a hotel, like all this crazy stuff. Um Whenever he got suspicious of things being too weird, because there's some really weird situations, they said, I thought this, this is funny without giving it away. Um, he, they just, they just had him listen. They just like went through three hours of testimony, boring testimony and like scaled down the insanity of the weird stuff going on. Yeah. And that made him be like, okay, this is obviously yeah. this is so it's so right. It's so, it's so far back to real life. Be like, okay, let's just sit him in this courtroom all day. Just, hearing bullshit for hours on end until yeah. he's like, okay, never mind. This is, this is definitely real life again. So if you're looking for something funny, um, jury duty on Amazon, totally look it up. All right. What's your, um, your second star of the week? My second star of the week is God dang it. I keep, I didn't even know I realized I was doing this. It's P it's, it's Peaky blinders. Um, so I'm really into this show. I know I am. It's years good. Behind, I'm, I'm years behind on it, but jokes on like, everyone gave me some, there's a lot of people that gave me shit for it. And I was like, yeah, but you know what? You love the show and it's over for you. And I get to watch it for my first time. So yeah. we're like, who is the winner here? And I can watch it whenever I want, when I want. I don't have to wait a year you know, for season three to come out or anything like that. The show's been fantastic. Um, went right when I was worried, and I'm not going to give anything away here. But again, most people have probably already seen it. But Right when I was worried about it, like getting a little too redundant or like starting to kind of repeat the same things for every season, they managed to switch things up and even like kind of call it out on the show in a very organic way, which I really appreciated. The only gripe that I have with this show so far, but it is a big one. And I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I have not done any kind of uh, research or anything like that. Um, the only issue I have is season four. And again, I'm not giving anything away here, but season four, um, there's a beef throughout this season with the Italians and the guy that plays the main Italian is Adrian Brody. Now I'm a kind of fan, you know, I've seen stuff that he's in, um, you know, I'm like a super, but you recognize him, right? No, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. The character that he plays is so fucking bad. It is when I was watching it at first, I'm like, there's no way that this is the way he's doing the character. It's like, he's doing a parody of him playing an Italian gangster, but no, this was him seriously acting. It's fucking, it's a joke. It's so bad. It almost made me stop watching the show. And if you ever get to it, you'll understand why, because he does this thing where he basically tries to channel Marlon Brando. And so the whole time he was like, oh, yeah, then we got to go do that. And he even has like the chin and he's like constantly picking out his teeth with the toothpick. But it's so poorly done that it wow. made the season hard to watch. And I'm like, how the fuck is this guy an actor? Because if it were me, no acting skills whatsoever. And I walked onto this set and they're like, Joey, be a ton. I'm like, oh, yeah, what are you doing with the fishes? That's literally what he did. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand it at all. I did read somewhere that he um, that he like pitched to like the creators of the show to to write him on for more seasons because it's a dream role for him. I'm like, dude, your acting is so fucking trash that you should have been kicked out of Hollywood as soon as this aired. I mean, it was it was horrible. I'm still trying to recover from it, but Adrian Brody fucking sucks. But other than that, uh, the show itself is fantastic. But like like Killian Murphy is in it. He's amazing. Tom Hardy uh plays this guy who like runs the jewish organization he is fan freaking tastic and then this guy comes in trying to skate around 
and uh, be Marlon Brando. And it, honestly, like it's it should be illegal. It was it was that bad. Dude, I, if there's anything that's going to bring Joey out of a bronchitis sick fueled haze, it is it is a rant about some sort of like artistic thing. And that was just a thing of beauty. I mean, I kind of now I, I, I watched a couple episodes of it. It was good. Um I kind of wanted to start on season five or four, whatever that is. Just to, I need to see this Adrian Brody character. Oh no, dude! Just, just go on YouTube and like watch a clip of it, and I guarantee someone has like spliced a bunch of scenes because it's so infuriating. And when you watch it, you will think it's a joke. It, it really is that bad. I could not believe that this guy thought this was okay on any level whatsoever. Hmm. All right, well, I, I gotta go watch it. Um... Pretty pretty solid, uh, pretty solid second star. I don't know if we can beat it. Uh, my number one star uh, is Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift is coming to New Orleans, and I guess I'm a Swifty uh, because I am now waiting on bated breath for my uh, hopeful email from Taylor Swift and Ticketmaster that will bless me with the opportunity to potentially uh-huh. buy tickets, which go on sale. There's three New Orleans shows in October of 2024. Yes. Three New Orleans shows. And I may, maybe I might win a lottery to have a chance to get in line to buy tickets for this show. So if you're a Swifty, uh, you know what this is all about. This is insane to me. Um, I actually am excited. I do want to see Taylor Swift. I actually, I actually like her music. Um, my wife really likes her music a lot, so it'd be cool to go. But I'm just blown away at where tickets have gotten to um, with this process. So um, I had to wait in line, by the way, online virtually to uh, possibly get in the first line. So basically what I'm doing digitally and what any Taylor Swift fan is doing digitally to buy t- is like you're getting in line three separate times before you even have a chance to buy tickets. Um, it's absolutely nuts, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited. So like win or lose, if I get in, if I get in to possibly win tickets to I'm, I'm win t- to buy tickets, it'll be like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And if I lose, it'll be like, Oh, it was a good shot. So I don't know. I'm kind of invested in this thing now and I'm, I'm into it. Um, although I hate it at the same time. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you other than Joey next October in 2024. Uh, I may possibly potentially be in line still to buy Taylor Swift tickets that <laughs> I may or may not get. Anyway, is it too late to sign up for like the ticket buying thing? Is that oh, too late? Oh, oh. You okay. really are in some sort of bronchitis. I'm fucking sick. And I'm mad because when I saw that those things like were up, like, oh, you got to get in line. I was like, I'm going to do this because I had a friend do this for the Nashville tickets. She got four like normal seats in like whatever section, and she was really going to go. Then she got married, and she was like, "You know what? I need money for this wedding." She sold it. She sold the four Taylor tickets, made over ten thousand dollars. It paid for her entire honeymoon. She's like, "Yeah, thank you, Taylor Swift. I'm out." And that's what I want to do. Well, I'm like, I don't. I'll, know take, I'll take that. I'll take that money in a heartbeat. Fuck a concert. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to expect. It's too I, late. I signed up. Meg signed up. Uh, yeah, we could fund the show. If we both win, then yeah, we're definitely going to be selling some of those tickets. Yeah, if you both win, I think the max you can buy is like four. four. And I think my friend sold hers for like $2,500 a pop after paying like 300 each per ticket or something like that. It was ridiculous. And the crazy part is when she listed them online, she was like, cause she actually couldn't make it out to Nashville. And she was looking up the average price of what they were going. She's like, okay, I guess it's like 2500 She listed them. Literally in 30 seconds, they were completely gone. It was like, list, boom, here's your money. Well, then, dude, I mean. Yeah, okay. I think you should pocket that cash. I'm just throwing that out. Maybe yeah. we also, should. Swifties are a fucking cult. Oh, I know this. I mean, one of my, one of my employees is a huge Swiftie. She's oh, awesome. Jesus. Keep an eye and, out uh, on her. She might try no, to she's cool. She's not like nuts. She's like, she's like, okay. a, she's like makes fun of herself, Swifty. But at the same time, okay. because there's like Swifty, which is like a normal person who's like, I like, her. like, I like her music too. And then yeah. there's Swifty oh, who's good. like, oh, this plane isn't taking off from the one runway for the next hour. Let me play this song out loud and get everyone to fucking hold their phone lights up and do a sing along song and oh. do a TikTok. And I'm like, I would lose my motherfucking mind. Yeah, that's that's the kind of Swift where I'm like, you are in a cult. Oh man, no, no, I'm not. I didn't even think about reselling these. I mean, I guess I did, but I didn't know they'd be that much. So oh no, like, dude, yeah, I'll talk like a lot of cash. Like it paid for my friend's entire honeymoon and then some. 
Oh my God. All right. Well, okay. Come on, Taylor Swift. Jesus. Yeah. Go. <laughs> well, it's too late for me. My sickness fucked me again. So, anyway. well, I don't know, man. Maybe we can fund, maybe Taylor was fun to trip to Seattle for the, for the Kraken pot. We'll see. So that's my number one, Taylor Swift, baby. I might be, shoot, I might be rich, bitch. You might be. I think you should go for it. Okay. Uh, well, I'm, de- I'm definitely going to, if I can get in the line, sure. Yeah. So it's too late for me. God yeah. dang it. This bronchitis really screwed me. Well, <laughs> You're doing great in the podcast, though. What's Thanks. your number one star? The number one star in the week is the Pac-12. Uh, and you know Does what? Does it exist? Does it yeah, even oh, exist? I mean, it's pretty much gone. Probably the last We're, time I could ever shout them out. So, Can we cue the sound of that that woman from the plane saying, like, that awesome. mother, that oh, mother yeah. doesn't even exist. He's not even real. That's like what <laughs> people are saying with the Pac-12 now. Well, I mean, I'm biased, but I have to shout out Colorado because Colorado went from the Big 12 – back to the Pac-12 back in the day. And then now they're going back to the big, to the big 12. So they're just, they're bouncing around wherever it sees fit. But also like they kind of had the hindsight, like this was going down. Um, Arizona also going over there, Washington, Oregon, all leaving. I mean, I think there's like, what, like four schools left, like 2024. Yeah. I mean, yep. it has completely fallen apart. Um, if you are a member of the Pac-12 or a fan of college football and pay attention to the conference, you probably have an idea of what's going on. But long story short, they hired this dude, Larry Scott, and Larry Scott was such a garbage-ass commissioner. His salary every year was astronomical. Um, he insisted on having this uh, super bougie office downtown San Francisco in the middle of like the tech space area that was costing them like millions of dollars a month all because he wanted to have like good appearances, even though they were bleeding out money. Um, he would go on trips and like rent out like these hotel suites for like $10,000 a night and shit like that. Um, he bled out. He bled out the entire conference. Meanwhile, was making no deals whatsoever um, in, in terms of TV rights, because that's what's happening with all these conferences, like the SEC and the Big Ten. They're getting like these television deals, right? Because like Fox Sports and ESPN and ABC and all those people, they want to lock up college football. It's highly watched. There's a ton of money there. It's a multi-billion dollar industry. And the Pac-12 was late to it. So Larry Scott really dropped the ball. Um, he's trying to like do these deals that wasn't making the Pac-12 any money. Meanwhile, the SEC and the Big Ten, these other conferences, are raking in cash, which means they're getting better coaches. They're getting better recruits and the whole deal. And then the whole college landscape gets completely screwed. So the Pac-12 ends up falling apart. They bring in a new commissioner. And his idea was... Well, let's um, you know, let's sell TV rights to Apple TV. Which, okay, that sounds great. Apple is a major product; it's like one of the largest companies in the world. The issue is, no college football fan wants to log on to fucking Apple TV on a Saturday, you know, to watch uh, USC in Utah. Like, it, it's not, it's not really a thing. Like, the space just isn't there for it. So, anyways, the Pac uh, twelve completely deteriorated. Uh, all these money are all this money is going into these other conferences. And uh, Colorado, Arizona, you know, Oregon, Washington, et cetera, all these other schools are jumping ship and, and rightfully so. And also, like, for me, it kind of sucks because I'm kind of like an old school person when it comes to college football. I like how things are broken up geographically. I like having, you know, the, the rivals. I like having, like, the in-state rivals. I like having the Rose Bowl. I think that's great. I don't give a shit. I'm not going to want to like wake up and watch like USC versus Rutgers at like 9am on a Saturday morning. Like that's not a rival to me. I don't care. No one's going to travel for it. It's just garbage. And unfortunately that's like the landscape we're going to. So this is like the, I guess like what, like the last year where like college football geography matters. Cause after this, it's a freaking, it's a free for all out. Zoo zoo. Yeah. The, the, like I'm from the big 10 and it's like, (laughs) what is it? I mean, it's like, it's crazy how, how weird it is now. So uh, college football conferences are totally weird. They should be totally geographic, but again, you just nailed it, but it's all about money and how much money can be, you know, like the, these, these huge conferences are making tons of money off of deals, but really sport sport. I think sports is obviously TV has changed dramatically over the past five, 10 years with, yeah. with streaming sports is next. They still haven't figured out sports like Disney's, Disney's trying to figure out what to do with ESPN. Like their ESPN is struggling because yeah. they're they're not making money like they used to. They used to make, I mean, they made so much money with their deals through cable and satellite, um, and they they haven't been able to recreate that. So like, Disney is is struggling right now to figure out what's the game plan moving forward with ESPN and a couple other things too. So sports 
in general when it comes to TV is really weird. And this is not the the end of the chaos. Sorry that it had to be, you know, the Pac-12 getting getting SOL, but you know, it is what it is. So yeah, I mean, like I said, Colorado had the foresight and they're going back to the Big 12, which they were already a part of before. And for them geographically, it doesn't hurt them all that bad. Um, so on like I'm completely okay with it from that standpoint, but from a uh, you know, like you said, a college football fan standpoint, I'm old school when it comes to that. Like the right. geography to me matters, the rivalries. Yeah. You know, they matter. And then you have like, you know, like Texas and Oklahoma, like joining the SEC. It's like, what is, I don't know. It's just, there's so much going on. Um, it's hard to keep up with. But at the end of the day, like I, I bleed freaking black and gold. So I'll just be watching Colorado all the way. So it is what it is. But uh, college football, as we know it, is gone. So rest in peace to the Pac-12. That's true. The, the only thing I, I like about um, like some teams joining like the SEC, like I'm I'm not an SEC diehard. Or I've lived down here for a long time, but they are pretty yes, dominant. So. And I'm yes. excited to see teams like Texas, who I think, you know, I have friends that are Texas fans and they're they're kind of insufferable. So I'm excited for them yes. to, to join the SEC so, that, so they can get destroyed properly. Uh, every um, week, just a gauntlet. It's Oklahoma. Like, oh, you think Ole Miss on the road, you know, was hard? You have Alabama at home next week. And then after that, you have LSU. And then after that, you know, it's like it never freaking ends, man. And I'm not yeah. an SEC, you know, diehard either. But, you know, living down here about same timeline as you, I do respect it because the reality is, man, those teams are freaking loaded. You go to an SEC game, you see those guys close. It's a whole different ball game. Tailgates are different. The stadiums are different. It is a religion down here. It's like college football, number two, Catholicism. Yep. Nope. It's uh, arguably it's it's flip-flopped. So, well, dude. Thank you for powering through the show. Um, uh, go back to the chicken noodle soup, laying around, resting up so uh, you can be ready. Um, Joey and I are both really pumped uh, to uh, set up what I hope is probably the the first of many um, crack and player interviews. Mm-hmm. We mentioned at the beginning of the show is we're going to talk to next week um, a Seattle crack and player. And we're totally pumped to have this person on. Um, I think the clue that I gave, uh, earlier was that uh, he scored a goal in the playoffs. So yeah. there um, you go. And so guess what? Go. A lot of guys did because we're death by a thousand paper cuts. So have fun figuring that one out. Yep. So we'll have that for you next week. Joey, rest up. Um, thank you all for listening, following on social media. Look up the Kraken Pod or Kraken Pod uh, across the board there. Um, and if you're listening to this podcast, leave us uh, a review. Five stars, please. Five stars, especially for Joey's effort today. Uh, had some epic rants. So uh, go take yourself, Joey. Scrounge us up one of those. Uh, 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 what do we call these things? I'm totally forgetting. Uh, Chirp of the week. I already Chirp have of the week. It. You know, I already have it. Chirp of the week. Well, have a great week. We'll talk to you next week with our player interview from the Seattle Kraken. Enjoy your Kraken pod. Chirp of the week. No matter how sick I was, how tired I was, I felt the obligation to my team to the Chicago. Give that extra effort.